Yeah, so that's just because I was having a problem with audacity. Okay. Um, but I figured that out. But Alana J-Lo. Yes. You were just telling me about your freezer, your old freezer. Yeah. It was, um, I was living in Queen Anne Hill in Seattle, and I had this really nice refrigerator and this really, really cool freezer that was big. It was like um, one of those slide-out freezers. Yeah. And it was uh, positioned right under the fridge, and you just pull the thing out, and, and uh, they had, you know, there was a lot of space in that freezer. Was it as old as the apartment complex itself, or do you think it was added later? I don't know. But it was nice. It was really nice. It was a nice... My apartment was nice uh, anyway, in general. It's interesting because I remember watching The Honeymooners, mm -hmm. and they had this thing called an Iceman, I think it was called. An Iceman? Well, they, they would come over and they bring, like, a box or a big thing of ice. Oh, wow. And that's how they would freeze food back in the day. Or yeah, keep it they used to keep it in the... Like, there was, like, an ice... They had, like, an ice box, right? Ice box, yeah. yeah. That's what they had on, on Honeymooners. Wow. And your apartment was really old. So I, I'm no, not, that apartment was not old. I thought that was the one that was like 100 years old. That was No, that was when I was living in the U District. Okay, gotcha. That, that didn't have any elevators. Interesting. Yeah, I had to uh, walk up the stairs for everything. Like, I, I was living on the second floor. Go ahead. And I had to walk down the stairs just to go to the uh, the place where you dump out the garbage. Yeah. Get out the garbage. But um, I liked my other apartment that I had that was close to campus because they had elevators and there was like a, um, they had a garage area where, um, where people would go to, um, to have parties if they wanted to have it out there, like a little patio area. And uh, it was right close to the building that I was at most of the time for, um, for my program. Did you go to parties there? Uh, I did. I did. Uh, at the beginning of the year, it was a tradition where the managers of both of the apartments, because there was one apartment that was that had the same name, but it was across from us. They would have um, a party for those two apartments at the same, uh, I believe, at the same apartment building. This was when you were living with your sisters. No, no, this is a no. You're you're mixing up two different apartments. Okay. No, this is when I was in college. And gotcha. I, and you were living, yeah. and that's when you were living at the hundred-year-old place. No, 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 no. You're, no, you're mixing it up here. Okay. No, this is the place that where I was living uh, across the street from the music department and up the street from, or down the street from a church. Oh, gotcha. So the hundred-year-old place is where you were living with your sisters. Right. And then you moved into this place, and then after that, you moved to Queen, Queen Anne here. No, no, no. Okay, so. I lived in the 100-year-something place yep. with my sisters. They moved out. I moved across the hall to another apartment before I moved to Queen Anne Hill. Gotcha. Right. So it was in the Queen Anne Hill place where they used to have the parties for the tenants. Right, yes. Okay. Yes, they had a whole bunch of stuff that the um, the PAs were putting on, and they also had the, the beginning of the year party, which was really, really fun. They would have it in the morning on Saturday when uh, when students were coming in. And it was great. It was a nice, a nice thing to do. That's awesome. Yes, it is. I remember when I was a counselor in Colorado years and years ago, and they had a party to introduce all the students and everybody, and it was expected to be this great event, and I was the one counselor who was pulled out of it. What? Yeah. To, help, to help with some kid. Oh, man. Yeah. That's terrible. It was terrible. You should have been invited, and somebody could have taking care of the kid afterwards. I don't know. It seemed like that happened to me a lot that summer. Oh. I've got a lot of stories about that summer. Yes, I know. Yes. And how many weeks was it? Six weeks? It may have been six weeks. It felt like six, six decades, though, but it was probably... It'd be like six, six weeks. weeks of your life you'll never get back. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, there's so many good stories. But aren't you glad you only had to do it once? Yeah, I am. Yeah. I don't think I could do it again. <laughs> I mean, the year before I taught in the program, but it was just a day counselor. Oh, but you were teaching, you're teaching mobility. Well, I was teaching cooking the first year. The first year. And then when I came back, I was teaching mobility. Ah, okay. Did you, <coughs> so, <coughs> so actually you're teaching in the program twice. I was. Which year did you think was the best? Or were they both not good? <laughs> they both really sucked. The first year was probably the best just because I could go home at night. Oh, okay. That's good. That's good. <laughs> 
The second year, it was like, no, you're not going to go home at night. You don't you get, get a night the, off. You get to live with the kids. Yeah. You get to live with the kids. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, it's horrible. Horrible. Yeah. I totally understand that. Uh, we got sidetracked because we were talking about apartments. Yes. But you liked your old freezer. I did. Yeah. Yeah. You used that, to put stuff in there. That was one of the... Yes, I did. Mm. I put a lot of stuff in there. I put ice cream in there. I, you know, the, my favorite popsicles, which mm. were always, for the most part, chocolate. Okay. And, and they do have really good chocolate popsicles. They and, do. And ice cream bars. And cones. Nice. <laughs> yeah, E.D., you like those fudge bars now that we're talking about ice cream? Uh, I like uh, pretty much anything fudge. Fudge bars. Fudge bars are like my favorite, uh, one of my all-time favorite go-to uh, popsicles. But the only thing, I mean, I like the fudge bars, but I don't like popsicles in general just mm. because I don't like biting into the stick. Oh... Yeah, I can understand that, but fudge bars are my favorite. Fudge bars are good. If I were to eat a popsicle, it would probably be a fudge bar. I would eat that. I would eat that. Um, I mean, I do some, I like some of the berry ones, but the, the fudge bars are like my top. It's really favorite. good. Yes. It's not too hard to make popsicles either. And ice cream bars are, ugh. Ice cream bars, ice cream sandwiches, ice cream cones, all that. Good stuff. Yes. We still haven't done frozen yogurt. I know. We need to do that. We gotta do that, and sometime during the summer we have to make s'mores. We do. That's true. I mean, we could do it any time of the year, but I think this is like the best time to do it. It's a traditional time. It's a traditional time to do it. Yes. Yes. I like doing things the untraditional way, but sometimes the traditional way is good. Yes. We had an interesting morning, didn't we? Yes, we did, and it. it, Well, we. I don't remember all this. Oh, really? Well, I got to the place. Am I am, am I allowed to mention it? You can mention the name of the place, but let's try to keep out names of individuals. No, okay. Yeah. Uh, we went to a place called Omzi. I got there before you did, and I got there uh, around eight thirty ish. So I had some time to listen to my book before you got there, and we. <laughs> We were there until like after nine thirty ish, and then we decided to call people and see what was going on because we thought our we thought our trip was going to be canceled for the the uh, our bike trip was going to be canceled, and turns out it wasn't canceled. They were just sucking traffic, and there was like um, parts of the streets blocked off, and because there are things going on today that I. We, I, I, I didn't want any of us to get caught in, so, so they had to take so, extra precautions. Just to explain a little bit, there was a political protest downtown. So, uh, a few. What, what exactly were they protesting? I think they, I don't know exactly what they were protesting. I'm guessing they are just protesting what they protest about. Hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't know what, I'm not going to even, I'm not going to say the protesters' names of the group. But I'm guessing they're just protesting for their causes, I guess. You could say that if you want to. If you don't want to. No, I'm not going to do that. Okay. But it was a left-leaning organization. There, there and were, Alana there, is very right-wing. Right. But I did, I'm not there. No. Go ahead. There's still hope for you. There's still hope for you. <laughs> I already have that. Anyway, we're not going to talk about that. Okay. But, but, but there had to be some... Uh, 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 improv improvisation on the the people that were um, that were driving, but it all worked out. We uh, had a great time uh, riding, uh, going tandem bike riding, and our guides were excellent. Yep. Yeah. Did you have fun with your guide? I did have a lot of fun with my guide mm-hmm. riding around. It was great. It was a very very enjoyable experience. Yeah, and that breeze felt so good. I loved it. And today's weather has just been incredible. It was. Perfect. And it was, it's usually not like this right now during this time of the year, isn't it? It used to be like this a lot back in the 90s. Mm. But in recent years, it has not been like this. No. You know, it's like low 70s, I want to say. Yeah, but I like, you know, yeah, I like, I like, I like things being different once in a while. Like, it doesn't always have to be hot this time of the year and cool. How did you feel? When you moved from Hawaii to Washington, because there was a big difference as far as weather. The first time I was there, I'm like, I can't believe how cold it is. It's so cold. We're freezing, you know, we're freezing our feet off, you know, pretty much. And it's like, why is it so cold? And 
you know, why do I have to wear a jacket? Well, that's because we were so acclimated to Hawaii weather that we had no idea that Northwest weather was going to be so different. And the second year, I don't remember the second year it felt cold to me, but um, we got, so we were able to go for those two summers. And then when I finally moved to Washington, I had to get used to like 40 degree weather, 30 degree weather, 20 degree weather, and sometimes in the teens, freezing. You survived it. I survived, but you know, I, I think about it now and I'm like, you know, it could be a lot worse. It could be like in the... On the East Coast, where it's freezing yeah. in the winter, or the or the Midwest, it's cold there too. Especially if you live like in Chicago, where you're like on Lake Erie. That does not sound like that. Doesn't sound like fun. No. no. Especially if you came straight from Hawaii. Right. Exactly. But see, you you lived here, right? So I did. when you were transitioning to Hawaii weather, how was that like for you as a kid? That was amazing. I loved it. I love the weather in Hawaii. Yeah. The thing that was complicated was moving from Hawaii to Denver. Oh, That was yeah. a transition. Yeah. But going from here to Hawaii, that was amazing. But but Denver is even colder than than uh, Portland. No, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what made the transition so rough. Wow. Yeah. So did you find yourself buying bigger coats and things like that? I did all that stuff. I bought bigger coats. Oh, oh excuse me. I stayed inside a lot that first winter. I understand that. It was crazy. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank goodness for the, um, this is what, this is one of the things I love about technology now, is that if you, if you are, if for some reason you can't get to the store, there are so many apps and so many things you can use if you needed to, if you needed to just order something in the store. I don't know. But you also don't want to become a shut down either. No, of course not. That's what I, that's not what I mean. Okay. I mean, like, if you really can't get there. If right. you're stuck, like you can't walk there because the snow, the ground's too thick or, you know, whatever. Um, I don't know how it is in Washington or Oregon when it snows like that, if the, if, uh, you know, if deli- how deliveries work. Well, I don't know, but I know that the city pretty much shuts down if we get just a little bit of snow here. Oh, yeah, because we're not, we don't have a good plowing system. Supposedly the city's working on that. But I haven't seen any of it. I hope they can find something because it's it, it's really not fun to be shut in your house if you have to go somewhere. You know? I hate it. I know. I so we have different opinions about the snow, right? We so do. I didn't see snow. I didn't experience snow until I was fifteen years old, and I really loved touching it and uh, walking in it. And you know, when I first had when we first had our first snow day, I just absolutely loved it. And I still love at least a day of it or a couple of days of it. And then afterwards, I'm done. But that, you, you don't like it. Anymore. Yeah, that's where we I have to agree to disagree. I could go the rest of my life without snow, and I think I'd be fine. Yeah, but this is coming from someone that never experienced it until their teens. And it was so new to me. <laughs> right, but that was 20-something years ago. I know. At some point, you gotta, you know, well, something shocked in <sighs> Well, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Oh, I hear you. I'm not shocked about it now. I just remember how it was before, and, you know, I can only handle just a couple days, or even just one day, and that's it. That's all I want. I don't want, like, a week of it. I don't want a month of it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that one winter where we had weeks of snow? You're thinking about 2017, right? Oh, that was awful. That was insane. That was horrible. And uh, a certain holiday party that we went to last year. Yes. Um, that party in 2017 was, was canceled twice. And they had to re uh, reschedule. I remember I almost uh, sprained my wrist. Ooh. I was walking outside. Because I didn't have any that food. That year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any food, so I had to go and get some food. And then when I'm coming home, I slipped and I fell on my wrist. Oh. Yeah. But you didn't sprain it? I don't think so. Okay. Was it the same one that you broke? Yes. Oh. My left wrist when I was nine years old. Let's see. Where where, where would that be? That'd be right where you're touching right here is okay. where I broke it. Okay. I got a hairline fracture. 
Oh. Which I think is basically the same as breaking it. I was running. It was near Thanksgiving. It was a couple weeks prior to that. Mm-hmm. And I was running to the swings with a friend of mine. And I slipped on a rock and put all my weight on my wrist. And then two weeks later, my parents take me to the hospital because they're, you know, quick on the uptake. And they say, you broke your wrist. And uh, my mom looks at me and she says, you know, see, if we would have come here two weeks ago when you first broke it, you wouldn't have to be getting all these shots. And the nurse quickly corrected her and said, yes, you'd still have to get all these shots. Mm -hmm. And they couldn't find a vein on this arm. So eventually they had to look for a vein on my right arm. Oh. I had like 50 different shots out there. Oh. Yeah, it was tough. Okay, why did you have shots again? To numb it so yeah. they could actually like break it back in the oh. proper place. And they put the uh, the cast on it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, the, okay, wow. Yeah, but, but it seems like it healed pretty well, right? Uh, you know. To the best of its ability. Yeah, but you but you don't you don't feel it's you don't feel the effects of it anymore. I know. So you're tapping on it right now, yeah. and I said, "Ah, that hurts!" Ah, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> don't scare me. No, it feels pretty much normal. Okay. You know, it's, but it's you but you got it at a young age where that you're um, young enough to where your your bones probably would be able to heal okay, right? That's what I've heard. Yeah. I have also heard that if you play football and you get a broken wrist, you're pretty much screwed. Uh, like you can break your wrist, I think, two times and have it reset. It might be more now, but that's what we were told as kids. Wow. And well, maybe that's changed since then. Is it? It may have, but I wasn't into football, so it didn't really make a difference. Oh, yeah, I heard about people having their arms broken, uh, their arm broken out of the socket and then put back in. Mm-hmm. Ouch! And they have to do that to reset it. Oh, sounds painful. But you know, it sounds even well. Remember in the Harry Potter books where Madame Pomfrey could give you know, give the, the student a potion? I do. That would regrow bones? I do remember that. That sounds painful, too. It does sound painful, but I'd rather have working bones than just walk around the rest of my life with broken bones. Yeah. Did you say you had you would rather have broke oh, working bones? Yes. Okay. Uh, and I, I have some working bones right now. I have one in particular. Mm-hmm. Anyways... But, hey, hey, you just tickled me. Yes. Yes. We're going to talk about that later. Elena. Uh, Elena, <laughs> you have never broken any bones. No, I was very, very careful. That's good to know. I was so careful because my younger sister... We don't have to say any names. I'm not going to say any Okay, go ahead. I wasn't going to say any names. Go ahead. She broke... Uh, she broke her arm when she was five, and I heard that really, really hurts. Um, she was, I remember it was a Saturday night, she was sitting on my mom's bed, and somehow she fell off and broke her, her arm, and I think it might have been her left arm. Yeah. And I remember because, uh, my aunt was carrying her out, and they had to take her in, I think they had to take her in in the ambulance, and I remember... That my aunt took me and my sister home, and I didn't have time to put on your other sister home. Yep, my aunt took me and my sister to our grandma's house, and I didn't have time to put on my shoes because we were like really little. We were only seven, and I think we were only there for the night. I think one or two nights, Um, but um, yeah. So she had to have her arm in a sling for a while. As five year old, that must be horrible. I would imagine. I remember doing it at nine, and I didn't like it, but there were some advantages. So if I was fighting with somebody, I could just hit them with the... Uh, the cast? The cast. <laughs> but I imagine your sister being a girl at five. You know, she wasn't really wrestling with people and hitting them upside the head. No. But she got hurt the most out of the three of us. I mean, not only did she break her arm, but she all, almost broke her finger. Not the middle one. No, she, no I think it was her... I don't. I think it might have been her pinky. Okay, good. Because she slammed it in the door, and yeah, she. The, my my mom was scared that she would have to have surgery, but she was okay. She was the one that got hurt the most. She kept. You, she would. She kept bruising. You know herself because she um she would fall and hurt herself. You know because she was she wanted to play with the kids and you know and then and then she was the one who had had the cavities she wanted to play with the other kids yes not just random kids but no, like no, 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 kids other, in her neighborhood no kids in her neighborhood she would like run around and stuff like that and you know scrape her knees and 
<laughs> and she, you know, she was the one that had the oral surgeries at the dentist office because she wasn't careful with her teeth. Oh. And, you know, my sister, my twin broke her arm. No, I'm sorry. She didn't break her arm. She had stitches. What happened? Uh, uh, I think we were like, I think we might have been in seven or something, or somewhere around there. We were in elementary school, and I wasn't with her, but she was carrying a jar. She was carrying a jar, and I think it was like a, um, I don't know if the jar was full of something, and she dropped it and broke broke the glass, and she got cut with the glass, so she had a to get stitches on her hand. Yeah. Since, since she is your twin, yeah. when you found out about that, did you like really freak out? I was I was scared because I was there when um I was there when our our neighbor was looking at her hand and she was trying to calm her down because she was crying and uh, my mom needed um our that was our babysitter's mom so our mom was going to take her to the hospital and get her stitched up and uh, she wanted um our babysitter's mom to watch us when she was gone. So she was watching us and really nice lady. Um, and you know, she got all stitched up and then one day she, and then I don't remember how old she was, but she said she had this like concave in her knee. What's a concave? It's like a hole. Okay. She's like, she noticed that there was like a hole in her knee and she's like, mom, I think I have to get stitches on my knee. And so they went, she went and got stitches on her knee. So she got stitches. I almost got stitches, but never got that either. So I never broke a bone, and I haven't gotten stitches yet. Hope that never happens. I am amazed that that's never happened to you. I know. I am amazed, too, but it hasn't happened. I don't even know how many times I've gotten stitches. Not since I was a kid, though. Oh. But yeah, I've I've gotten my fair share of stitches. That's a hurt. They're not fun. No. No. Yeah, my mom got stitches one time, and... She said the worst part is when they numb it, and then, and then she she was watching a doctor stitch her up, and she's like, it looks like it didn't look like her hand; it looked like somebody else's hand. But but the doctor was actually you know stitching up stitching her up, and um, you know I was like, wow, <laughs> I've never had that. And I don't well, like. Wait, you like, must have had stitches though. Like when you had cancer surgery, they had to stitch you up afterwards. Well, that's the only exception. I mean, no, they didn't stitch me up. They just um, sewed up the wound, and it healed. Interesting. I don't. I didn't have stitches in there. Okay. No, they just sewed it up, and it healed. That's good. Well, it it, it wasn't actually a surgery on the uh, to get anything out. Oh wait, it was. It wasn't the tumor though. It was something else. But you didn't have your tumor removed. You had radiation. Or did you have it removed and then have radiation? No, it was one of those tumors that couldn't be removed. Oh, really? Yeah. But um, if I were to go through that again, I would have had something else done to shrink it. What would you have had done instead of chemo? Um, There are so many things that could be done. Like, there's so many foods I could have eaten. They're also finding out that there are, like, certain... um, uh, fruits or like and so and there are rare things that you could eat. So what could you like, eat to help reduce um, the size of your tumor? Um, I'm trying to think. I can't, nothing's coming to mind. But there are so many vegetables that could prevent um a lot of things. Right, but once you're in it, though. Yeah. Um. Uh, I wish I knew because I I had a I I had something emailed to me about that. That actually, um, they're finding out there are new things that can actually shrink the cells without, without using any harmful chemicals. I want to find out more about that. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of doctors that are thinking outside the box. Some doctors actually have uh, almost lost their jobs because they were finding other ways to treat the cancers without using chemotherapy or radiation. It's such a horrible thing for your body. Yeah, I keep hearing that. Awful, awful stuff. Awful stuff. It's not the only thing either. What do you mean it's not the only thing? It's not the only thing that could shrink tumors. It's, it's, there's other stuff. But because the doctors learn these things in medical school, they learn not to uh, not to go outside the box. And uh, I don't 
think that's right. I think they should be allowed to do that, but that's me. That's you. And you're a survivor, so we'll I am. I'm I'm personally glad you survived. Oh, so am I. Good. And the rest of my family. Good. And my friends and yes. all that, so Yes. Because I think it's great you're alive. Alright. I like being around you. Well, I like being around you too, and me. Okay, good. <laughs> good. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. after we went biking, mm-hmm. we went to Burger Bell. Oh, yes. And you got a little upset. Just a little bit. It was. A I bit ordered a milkshake and you freaked the fuck out. I did not say that. No, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, explain your side of the story. No, I didn't freak the F out like you said, except I said it a lot more cleaner than you would. You're a lot more cleaner with language than I am. But yeah, what happened? We're gonna talk that? about that anyway. No, I was thinking that you were gonna order a different milkshake because we talked about trying different milkshakes. We talked about it, and I said, oh, I guess we could at some point. So we went. Guys, we don't go to Burger Bell <laughs> every day. No. But I was I was headed to see my nephew with Alana about two days ago, and we saw there's a Burger Bell near my sister's place. We stopped there, and I got a Mocha Burke's milkshake, and he said, Hey, maybe we should try another type of milkshake because I've explained how. Over the last 20-something years I've been going to Burgerville, I've only gotten milk bur- milkshakes. Mm-hmm. There was one occasion where I got um, a... We got a strawberry we, I, we got a strawberry milkshake, and it was with Alana. And it was really good. And every other time for the last 20-something years I've gotten <laughs> milk bur- And so she was saying, I think it was just by telling me, oh, okay. And, but it was a... It's kind of in the back of our mind. We go up to order... And we're ordering, and I'm just like, oh, oh, can I get a large Mocha Burke milkshake? And you were a little bit upset. Just a little bit. I was like, are you sure you don't want to try something else? And full disclosure, yes, I was sure. Yeah. But go ahead. But then then later on, you're like, I guess I could have consulted. I'm like, well, you know, and I I said, I think um, after we finished our meal, which consisted of, you might tell tell. We had uh, Walla Walla fries. Anyways. Walla Walla and fries. <laughs> and I had a spicy bean burger, and you had like a bacon cheeseburger. I had a pepper, the, pe- the pepper bacon cheeseburger. Okay. They were really good. Yep. And those onion rings were huge. They were good. Yeah. With we, barbecue sauce. Yes. I think they do taste good with ranch, too. I'm a barbecue sauce person. Yes, I know you are. But. This is maybe why you think that I need to go outside my comfort zone. I think you do a little bit. Maybe. But I don't know about the but And I offered to just, like, drink the milkshake by myself and not I share said, it. no, I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to let you drink the milkshake. I have to have some of it. It did it taste good. It did taste good. And then I and I concluded by saying, next time we go to, or, uh, to order at Burgerville, I am going to order the milkshake. <laughs> And I pray to whatever God I believe in <laughs> that you decide to order a milk of No. No. This is for your own good. Oh, wow. No, it's for our own good, too, because we really should mix some, some things up, you know. I do agree in mixing things up to an extent. So I've told you that there's only a few restaurants to where if I go there, I'm pretty much guaranteed to order something unless somebody calls me on my shit. And that's mm-hmm. Burgerville with the Milka Burke milkshake and the Matador with their amazing nachos. Okay, both of them are very good. Okay, they're amazing. You're, you're gonna, but, but there are other things at the restaurant. I think there are other chocolate shakes at Burgerville. I also think that there are other things at the Matador that are just as just as tasty but not you know different than the nachos that we could both enjoy. Um because you know it's 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 not always good to have the same thing over and I'm and sometimes I will admit if I go to McDonald's which I don't go very often at all really like barely sometimes I end up ordering the same combo because I don't go there very much right and I'm like I don't want to I don't want to get in the habit of ordering the same thing again and never trying anything I hear what you're saying you know I, I mean, really do having said that Burgerville holds a special place in my but it does to me too. In the Jewish religion, they talk about keeping peace in the home, and so sometimes you have to break <laughs> certain rules. And so, the next time we go, if I'm with you, and it tells me I'm just be going by myself for now. No, <laughs> but the no, next, you're not going to go by yourself. The next time I go with you, 
I will let you order the milkshake. Thank you. And I will pray to God <laughs> that you order a milk and brook milkshake. But that'll be for a little time. Well, maybe I'll order a soda for me and I'll have you order the shake. Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no, no. Oh. I, I think I should because I think there are other... I think there was one that they had that was supposed to be like a Northwest cherry chocolate one, and that That's sounds okay. delicious. I will say this. The one I had with you, the uh, strawberry one, was very good. It was good, wasn't it? It, it was. was delicious. Yes. Oh, and the strawberries were fresh. They, yeah, you could tell by the taste. And you liked my strawberry shortcake. I did. And I love strawberry shortcake, but, you know, chocolate cakes are my thing, but strawberry shortcake is one of my favorite desserts, too. I've never really made strawberry shortcake. Mm, I I don't think it would be that that hard mm. if you had like you wouldn't even have to make the cake, um, or maybe you could if you want to. You could use like um yellow cake mix, or not even a yellow cake mix. You could make the yellow cake, or make like a a an angel food cake, or 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 buy like store store bought pound cake. Mm -hmm. And then put strawberries and whipped cream on it. That's true, but I like I like making cakes from scratch. Though. Yeah, it it, it oh, strawberry shortcakes, mm. especially if you can make it with fresh strawberries. I might have to do that at some point, mm. or some sort of cherry cake. Yeah, some kind of like a chocolate cherry cheesecake. Chocolate oh. cherry cheesecake. Oh, put it in a chimney. Chocolate cherry cheesecake in the chimney. Wow, you come up with weird ideas. I do. Chimney chocolate cherry cheesecake. Say that ten times. Chimney yeah. chocolate cherry cheesecake. Chimney chocolate cherry. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, what are things? With chives. With cherry chocolate. Chimney chocolate cherry cheesecake with chives. 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 Nice. It's almost like saying toy boat fast. Toy five boy. Times. To <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. Toy boat. Toy boy. <laughs> Let me try. Toy boat, toy boat. <laughs> okay, never mind. You get the idea. It is hard. It's funny when I do it too. <laughs> no one can make it to, to, to the fifth toy boat. Try. Okay. <laughs> I barely made it to do. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. Toy boat, toy boat. <laughs> <laughs> see? See what I mean? Give it one more shot. Toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. <laughs> It's like, nice. it's so funny because it's like, it's so simple. Tobu. Yeah, it sounds so simple. Because if you say it's slow, you can do it toy, toy boat. Toy boat, toy boat. But toy that's boat, also. Toy boat, toy boat. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Alana. Yes. You've been doing some reading. Yes, I have. You are still in slime, I believe. Oh my gosh, it's very, it's very, very interesting. Um, It's gotten to the part. So I was. I used to watch um, what they called um, Nick the Nicktoons, which were um, the three famous Nicktoons from Nickelodeon of that era was Doug, Rugrats, and Ren and Stimpy, and they added more Nicktoons to it. But <clears throat> I was never a Ren and Stimpy person. You know, it's a cartoon about this uh, this this cat. And we should explain yeah. that I've only seen one part of one episode of Ren and Stimpy. So I know, I, I I remember kids talking about it when I was growing up, but one, we didn't have Nickelodeon, and two, it just didn't sound that interesting. So my, I'm like the only person of my age group who's a boy who grew up in the U.S. who knows very, very, very little about Ren and Stimpy. Which I'm really surprised about, but I guess I'm not surprised given that your parents didn't have cable. But I also didn't didn't have cable at that point, and I didn't bother checking it out when I got older. Even though I, everybody's told me how brilliant the show is. I was. don't. I I least was not into so Ren Stimpy. I think um I think Ren was a cat and Stimpy was a dog. I'm gonna have to take your word for that. I think. Um and the reason why this show was so successful is because there were some gross things. I mean, literally some gross things in the cartoons, like boogers. Flatulence, things that that kid that they, they thought that kids would like because they mm. laugh at that kind of thing. And do you think we should execute children who laugh at that type of thing? No. Or refuse to feed them. What do you think we should do with these children? That's really weird question. Do you think that those types of things are funny? 
Um, nothing. Okay, keep going. Okay, so um, there's a there's a part of the book where they were talking about why they had to fire the creator of Ren and Stimpy, and he wanted to up the content and make it even racier, but uh, a lot of the the people at the Nickelodeon Network were saying no, no, don't do that. That's really risky, and even though the kids won't get it, it's not good content. Don't put it in there. And he didn't want to negotiate with anyone. And um, and the, one of the ladies that was uh, the the creator of the show uh, that was working with some of the was working with him on that show. You know, she was saying that it was hard, even though he was fired from the show, uh, fired from Nickelodeon, it was hard for them to, you know, it was hard for everybody because I think he was a, what you say, I think he might have been a perfectionist. He was, that's what it came across in the book as. Yeah, but he, he was just going way, way overboard with, you know, what he could do and... He just, I think he let it get to his head. That's what that's what I came away with, um, with when with his firing. But you know, he didn't want to work with anyone. He was he was being very difficult. He just would not negotiate negotiate with anyone. So this that's where I was at with it. And I told you they didn't really talk about this in the book. I think they might have mentioned it in passing. But Billy West, who was on Ren and Stimpy and also on the Howard Stern show, uh-huh. which makes it even weird because I'm such a huge fan of that show uh-huh. that I never really uh, checked out Ren and Stimpy. Uh-huh. And I didn't listen to the period that Billy West was on uh-huh. until later when they started when I started listening to the show and they started replaying older episodes. Right. But I remember about ten years ago they replayed this episode and it was Billy West on Howard Stern. And he's talking, and Howard's like, well, we have a special guest. And he brought on the creator, Ren and Stimpy. Oh, my. And this was, like, shortly after he was fired, and wow. he starts yelling at Billy West. Oh, no. And talking about how Billy West, you know, stole his job and everything, and Billy West is defending himself. Wow. Um, and that's basically where my knowledge of Ren and Stimpy is. Wow, yeah, but he was Yeah, but he wasn't, I mean, I mean, John was not easy to work with, and there was a reason why he had to be fired, and it just had to be done. They had no choice. Um, and I think Billy West is very talented. He's, he's he does a, over a lot of shows. He does a great Marge shot. He does a great uh, Larry Fine. Marge? Marge shot used to be the owner of the Cincinnati Reds. Oh. Uh, he does a great uh, Larry Fine. Oh. Uh, I cannot speak to his work on Ren and Stimpy. No, yeah, he was, he played Stimpy. Okay. Um, I believe he also played the voice of Doug on Doug. And I have not seen. I, no. I know less about that show than I know. Doug was a great show. Okay. So I'll give you the premise of Doug. Go ahead. Doug was a kid that lived in a in a fictional place called Bluffington. His his last name was Funny. His name was Doug Funny, and he had a sister named Judy who was really. Are you laughing? No, I'm not. Okay. He had a sister named Judy that was kind of eccentric, and his um his parents I can't remember what their names were um. They were there too, and he had a dog named Porkchop, and he always wrote in his journal. And he was in really had this big crush on this girl named Patty Mayonnaise. I thought that was a Rugrat show where there was a Patty Mayonnaise character. No. Okay, Patty, keep going. Patty Mayonnaise was on Doug. Okay, keep going. And so she, he was like in love with Patty Mayonnaise, and there's other people like um, like Skeeter Valentine is his best friend. And the interesting thing about Skeeter is that he was supposed to be a black cartoon character, but they made him blue. Because they hate black people. Uh, no, 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 no. It was it was for um, you know the the diverse thing. They wanted to make a lot more diversity, but sure, it was implied that he was a black kid, but he was, but the color they chose for Skeeter was blue, which I thought was kind of interesting. Okay. Yeah. Skeeter Valentine was was his best friend, and um, Roger Klotz was his nemesis. I think Billy West played played both Doug and and Roger. Mm. He's such a talented voice actor. He's very talented. Very talented, yeah. Uh, I heard that he also does the voices on the show Futurama, Mm -hmm. which is, I've seen a couple episodes, but I've never really gotten into it. Yeah, I never got into that either. 
Oh, and another thing to say about Doug is um, for the um, so Fred Newman. Fred Newman is um, a professional. I think he does like a lot of sound effects for cartoons and things like that. And he did a bunch of sound effects for um, for the music on Doug and uh, and things. I thought it was really. I think he did the sound effect for uh, Porkchop, his uh, Doug Doug's dog. Mm. And um, he's very talented, also. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and I've also I've seen uh, more of Rugrats, and I have those other shows, but that's barely saying something. I've seen, I think I've seen in total like an episode of a half right. of Rugrats, and and maybe fifteen minutes of one of the films, mm-hmm. and that's only because I had a friend in high school mm-hmm. who liked Rugrats, and he was trying to date this girl who also liked the show. Oh, really? Yeah, but it's not because, like, I sat down and, like, you know, I, I, so I'm just slightly more familiar with that show than the other yeah. ones. And I'm, and I don't know a lot about Rugrats either. I did like Rugrats too. And the, and the Rugrats creators were talking about how they, they decided to have a girl bully in the, in the show because there were not a lot of girl bullies on shows. It was usually boy bullies. So Angelica Pickles, who's Tommy Pickles, um, cousin was the bully of the group. You had, so you've got Tommy Pickles, you've got um, uh, Chucky Finster, you got Lil, Phil and Lil DeVille, they're, they're twins, and then you have Angelica, and then later on you have Susie Carmichael. Is Susie Carmichael a good character? Or is yes, she character? is. Okay. Susie Carmichael is pretty cool. And I think, uh, um... Does he smoke cigarettes? No, it's not that kind of a cool... Okay, go ahead. It's not even cool. Why would you joke about that? I don't know. I, we, we, we both... We coming both from care. somebody who detests cigarette smoke, I don't know why something goes. disgusting, isn't it? Anyway, we both detest it. We actually both do detest it. It's so gross. Um, no, Susie Carmichael was, uh, was a nicer, cooler character. Yeah. And Angelica Pickles was a bully, and she got, she wanted, you know, she was a spoiled brat, and things like that, so, but I did, I love that show, that was, that was a fun show to watch. I, and again, I've seen, like, an episode, maybe an episode of a half of it, um, so I've seen more of it than the other shows, but that's not really saying much. And then there were other cartoons that I liked, there was one called Hey Arnold, that was a fun cartoon, Mm. and then there's one, there was another one called, Ah, Real Monsters! And that was a good one. Wow. Mm-hmm. I am not in the Nickelodeon loop, but it was a fun book. I finished it. Well, I'm. I will educate you then. Oh. There's so many. There's a bunch of Nick shows on YouTube. Like, uh, like I recently found you can't do that on television. I do remember seeing that as a kid. That was a fun show. Yeah. I like the the locker room jokes. Those were fun. Yes. 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 Yeah, and. Uh, and the singer that we are familiar with was on the show, wasn't she? Alanis Morissette. That's common yeah. knowledge, though. It is common but what, knowledge. But what I found interesting is I thought she was on for a couple of years. I thought so, too. And according to the book, she only did five episodes. She did, and it, and it turns out that um, that uh, Roger didn't like her. Roger on the... The producer. The producer, yeah. Did not like her and thought that she wasn't good for the show. And she was um, already... Um, composing songs and other people on the South thought she was talented. So, let me ask you this, and maybe you don't remember, but did they ever do any on-air stuff with Roger? Because I remember them referencing somebody. Just for a frame of reference, I saw the show when I was like six years old because yeah. we lived in a place that had cable briefly, mm-hmm. and I remember them referencing saying, "Hey, this is the producer of our show." And so I was wondering if he was ever on air for any discussion. Oh, I don't know. I really wish you remembered what the episode was. Didn't I? Don't do you? No, this was like back in nineteen ninety nine. I don't know. Actually, I really don't remember them introducing the producer. The but that doesn't mean that they haven't. They probably they may have a show that's based on their set, like based on what's on their set. Oh, interesting. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. They had they had several shows. The cool thing I liked about that show, though, is that they used, they didn't hire kids for their looks. They hired, like, the average-looking kid. It wasn't, it had nothing to do with skin color or hair color or whatever it was. Had nothing to do with skin color as long as they were white. 
No. No, go Please ahead. Please stop making some weird remarks. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, comes from the peanut gallery. Okay. <laughs> hey, I'm not part of the peanut gallery, okay? <laughs> um, no, they didn't pay so much attention to looks, and back then they didn't do that, but now you watch a show on Nickelodeon, it's like everybody's, you know, the girls are good looking and the guys are good looking, and it's very, you know, looks centered as far as who looks the part for the, who would be the, the best looking person for the, the part. I thought, I thought that was kind of cool that they used, they didn't use like, you know, the typical, the typical, beauty like queen. beautiful, you know, girl or beautiful girl, a guy, mm. or whatever. They just use like the your best run kid. of the mill kids. Yeah. Yeah. The best kid for the part. To get the best kid, not the best looking kid. I think it was great. Yes. And they also were saying that it wasn't, you know, they didn't treat it as a girls or boys world when it came to um working with like the the people on Roundhouse, which is another show that I loved. It was a variety show. Mm. And it was more like the girls you know, it wasn't like they weren't fighting. It was like who could do, um, uh, it w- it was more like the girls v- versus the boys, but not like who was the darker one or who was the lighter one or you know. Okay. It it was it was that would have been very racist. That would have been very racist, yeah. But 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 they seemed like um you know they wanted to put uh be more diverse in any show that they did, and I think they did a good job. That's good. Um, yeah. Yeah. I read the book. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I and so I've been reading uh, a few more books since then. Last night, I read this book called Traveling to Infinity, and it was by Jane Hawking, mm-hmm. who is the ex-wife of Stephen Hawking. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting. So he was talking about, you know, his fame and what it was like when they first met each other and how... He became famous, but he there was barely any money. Mm-hmm. And he had all these needs because, you know, he has ALS. Mm-hmm. So it, it was just, she talked about all the stuff that she did for him. And then she talked about how they had to hire uh, nurses to come in. And he eventually had a tracheotomy. It was a very sad book, but a good read, though. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then I also read... The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind, which is a really good book about this kid in Mulali, who there's famine in his area, there's a lot of unrest, and so his family doesn't always know where the next meal is coming from. He seemed very interested. And so he builds this solar windmill. Mm -hmm. They talk about how it changed his life, how he ended up going to give a TED Talk. Very, very good read. Ah. Um... That's really cool. Um, so how long was uh, Jane Hawking married to Stephen Hawking? They were married something like, well, she said at one point, th- they were officially together for like 24 years. Wow. And they stayed married a couple of years after them, but they were like technically separated. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And I saw that the movie that they did on his life a couple of years ago, that was pretty good. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And uh, when did he start getting sick? He started getting sick. He was diagnosed with ALS in 1963. And I think when he was diagnosed, they said, you'll be lucky to make it another five years. Wow. And then he lived 40-something years wow. longer. Wow. So, so obviously when she... 50 years longer. So obviously when she... He lived 54 years longer. 54 years longer, wow. Go ahead. So when she met Stephen, obviously he wasn't sick. No. In fact, she talked about that how she only met him once, mm-hmm. and then a couple weeks later he got diagnosed. Oh, wow. So so going into their marriage, she already knew that he was, he was sick. She yeah. did. Okay. Wow. Wow. And then he became Stephen Hawking, and she went down her own life path. Right. Because she's very religious. And he was a, a known atheist. And he came from a family of atheists. Oh, boy. So, you know, he's really smart and she, you know. Wait a minute. What are you, what are you trying is to... a woman of the cloth. What are you... Oh, okay. okay. I wasn't sure what you were going to go with that. 
I went to the PC wing station where will we feel okay? Wow. No, I'm just having some fun there. Okay. Uh, have you been having any strange dreams recently? No, not yet. But I'm sure something will happen where we'll have a dream. But man, last week I had some weird dreams. Like oh, I yeah. said. Um, no, it was it was it was the dreams I told you about the week before. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. That was odd. I will share the one that I shared with you earlier this week. Actually, no, wait. <laughs> but before I do that, go ahead. I did have a dream I told you about. That was like I don't think I shared it. Tell. Me. Here, anyway, I I shared it with you. Right. Pretend you're talking to me. Tell me. I had a dream that I think I was supposed to go to this party that my family was giving. And I was, I was talking to you because I think you're going to meet me there. And I get ready for the party and I'm wearing this dress and I realize that there, this knife gets caught in my dress, like on the right side. Mm-hmm. Or I'm sorry, this the left side of my dress. And I have to take it out because, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's going to cut me. I take it out and I end up cutting part of my left arm and part of my right finger. I think it was. I was like, "This is so weird." And then I wake up and then before I wake up, I'm in the party and there's um, all these fruit and all kinds of stuff. And you're not there yet. And I bring my flute and I think I'm supposed to play something with you, but it I, it doesn't happen because I wake up after that. Mm-hmm. That was a weird dream. The dream I had was the one that I can remember was you and I were out somewhere. We ran into some guy and you and this guy just started talking and talking and talking and you invited him back to my place because the two of us were supposed to come back here. Yeah. So it's going to be just the two of us. But this guy came with us and all the way back, you're just talking to him. You're just talking to him. And we come into my apartment. We can't find him. I look over and there's these boxes just stacked up. A neighbor knocks on my door, says, hey, the, where's the guy that was just here with you guys? And we say, we don't know. Then I get rid of the boxes. Somebody come, else comes over and says they want to pick up the boxes. And you and I are arguing about this other guy. And then I wake up. <laughs> well, well, you know that I would not bring a man up to your apartment. There would be know. no reason for me to do that. Yes. At all. Yes. Not at all. Not even when... I can't think of a reason why I would do that. That's good. Yeah. Alana, did you have anything else you wanted to say? Uh... You needed me. No, no, that wasn't it. Um, no. (laughs) No, I have nothing to say for the moment, but I... We had a very, very good morning so far, and we are going to enjoy the rest of the afternoon. We are. We are. All right, Alana J. Lo. All right. Okay. Okay. Okay.